from the Situation Report for May 12th, 2024, 2023. This is Lieutenant Colonel Murray. Been reading a lot of the... Uh, a lot of information coming across the wire, as well as from folks from the team and uh, folks outside the team about what's going on at the border. There's a lot of conflicting information. I know this. I just posted something to Telegram from Terminal CWO um, that uh, he's uh, he's talking to uh, Pete Chambers, who's down on the ground in uh, Rio Grande Valley, and the guards turning people away. And then there's supposedly guard people that are helping people on the buses. Those guys are feds. Those guys are either DHS, they're CIA, they're intelligence, or the FBI. One of the three. They're not guard. If they're guard members, then they're guard members operating outside of the scope of what uh, Abbott has proclaimed. And it shows that the situation, just like every other situation, is mired with uh, provocateurs that are inserted in. And we'll see which way this goes. But don't expect a happy outcome here because they have been – this problem could have been solved four years ago and should have been solved four years ago when Paul Ryan was Speaker of the House. The conversation about border security was on the table, and Paul Ryan is a – he's not just a rhino. He's a traitor to this country. He's a, he's a traitor to uh, not just this country, but he's a traitor to the world population. And this guy has done more damage to national security, along with Mike Pence and Lindsey Graham and Chuck Schumer and and the, the host of the, you know, Mitch McConnell and the rest of the malcontents. They could have solved this problem four years ago, but they didn't. And now here we are. And make no mistake. This entire situation is for one thing and one thing only. And that's people think it's about votes. This has nothing to do with voting and voting population. They've already sealed the deal on the voting and the, the elections. The elections were sold to the oligarchs, to the highest bidder, and now they pick who they want. And if you think I'm kidding, bear witness to the election in Arizona. Juan Sisamani. In Congressional District 6, he had absolutely no reason to win whatsoever. He was the only Republican in Pima and Pinal County that was elected to elected to a congressional district. And those are predominantly liberal counties. You're telling me he won when he didn't campaign? Same with KB, Katie Hobbs, Adrian Fontes, Chris Mays. I didn't even know who Chris Mays was until election day. I had, she had not campaigned at all. And you're telling me that the elections aren't fixed? The elections were sold to the highest bidder. And they've they've taken the swing states. And that's why I don't care who's running in 24. I don't care who Trump runs with. The people that matter now are the people counting the votes in every single district. Those are the only people that matter. doesn't matter what you vote doesn't matter how you vote. doesn't matter how often you vote. It doesn't matter how many people vote. The Maricopa County November 8th election tally that was done over the course of 14 days was done to obfuscate the results, to make sure that Katie Hobbs won, and to literally disenfranchise voters in Arizona. So there's no pathway for Trump to get back to office. I don't care how much rhetoric 
or how many CNN town halls he does, he literally is not getting back to the office. And people need to accept that. Just like people need to accept the fact that this border situation could have been solved two, three years ago. And the fact that the American public has not been clamoring for some kind of a solution to this should tell you everything you need to know. And get away from the virtue signaling morons that are in all these liberal cities because they have no idea what's about to hit them. When all of these people show up in their cities and destroy their healthcare systems and their their welfare systems, which they have used the last 40 years to get people and generationally involved into these systems, they're going to run out of resources quick. And when they do, it's going to be anarchy. It already is anarchy in most of the major democratic cities across this country. The crime rates have spiked. The murder rates have spiked. The theft has spiked. The the tax base is leaving in droves. We're seeing a mass migration out of cities back into into the the uh, rural communities. That's for a reason. It's because people don't want to live in crime infested shitholes that are run by democratic morons. And these aren't even Democrats; these are communists. So the situation at the border is exacerbated by right now because this is not about border security. It's it's about changing the demographics of the country and bringing in new a new workforce to replace the workforce here that was killed off and is being killed off by the vaccines. That's what the whole game is. There's not one piece of this that reflects any part of a border security issue. All of this could have been solved and none of them solved it. As well as none of the leaders that are in charge right now have taken any responsibility for this. Yesterday, the House passed a border security bill. The the day before, the Senate, 14 senators wrote a strongly worded letter to the Biden regime to extend Title 42. And now the next fight, there's going to be a play fight or kabuki theater around the debt ceiling. They're going to raise the debt ceiling again, which will cause the economic collapse as well as the influx of all these people. Here's the problem, and this is why I said this is the biggest blunder in world history. What's going to result from this is the second and third order effects are going to outpace whatever their predictive models are. First of all, you don't know how many of these people coming across the border have been infected with some kind of a bioweapon that's toxic for anybody who's got the vaccine. Number two, logistically, the communities that they're going to be placed into are going to be taxed to the point where they can't support these people. Talk about bait and switched. They were moved all this way from other countries across the globe only to find out that they're going to starve to, starve to death here because there's no resources for them. The first you know, few million people they brought into this country, they clothed, they fed, they gave them money, 40,000 bucks a year they're giving these people. That's more than most Americans make on a salary. And these people are being handed room, board, and money. That's going to run out at some point. You can't do it indefinitely. But the other side of that, the third order effects there is the universal basic income that they just handed all these people who have had nothing their whole lives. You know what they're going to do? They're going to be flat on their ass is what they're going to do. And nothing's going to, they're not going to do anything to learn the language, to try and integrate. They're not going to go to work. They're just going to suck off the government tit until it runs out. And when it runs out, they're going to be shocked. And then they're going to be in the streets. Then the fourth order effects is they're going to be killing 
your pets to eat when they starve to death. And then they're going to start stealing from you. There is, there is so many second and third order long-term effects from this that they haven't even thought through. And I'm sure they've thought through a lot of them and they don't care because they don't care about people in general. This is about control. This is about instilling a police state. And you have to ask the question, why now? Why move them in right now? I can tell you why. Because the winter months are harsher and it's harder to bring people in and let them live in the streets until you can, you know, cause enough chaos for them to start taking over, you know, border towns. That's the point. And then on the other side of the fence, you have all the rhetoric that's coming out of Washington, D.C. If these guys were really serious about solving this problem, they would have done it when Paul Ryan was Speaker of the House. They would have built the wall. They would have put in roving, roving security, either contractors or U.S. military or National Guard on the border full time to stem the tide of people coming across the border. They would have passed a law, not Title 42, that would have closed the border if a certain number of, of immigrants crossed the border at any specific point. They would have closed the whole fucking border. That's what every country does when they have a border crisis. But yet our government wrote a strongly worded letter and passed a bill that has no hope of making it to the president for signature. And they don't have a two-thirds majority to override the president. It's all kabuki theater. So the, the question really becomes, what should you be doing right now? Well, first of all, you should be expanding your sphere of, inf your sphere of influence right now, making connections and human connections. You should be expanding your line of sight right now. You should increase your situational awareness. And you should have situational awareness in everything you do. Know who's around you. Know what they're doing. Know where you are. Know what kind of a neighborhood you're in. Know if you, you know, pay attention to people that are there. Pay attention to the people that aren't there. Pay attention to the people who should be there and shouldn't be there. And you should be paying attention, especially when your kids are around. Remember, the cartels have been trafficking kids, women, and families across for the better part of three years now. And all of those pedophiles that were in the in the crowd that were molesting children and molesting women, they're all here in our country now. And they've been dropped into neighborhoods across the United States, along with military-age males from China, from the Middle East, from Africa, from South America, and from Central America. You should know exactly who's around you all times. And get over this mindset that when somebody's in your neighborhood, you can't ask them what they're doing there. Feel free to walk up to people and ask them what they're doing there, especially a group of people. Why are you here? Who are you here to see? And what are you doing? And if they don't have a good reason to be there, throw them out of your neighborhood. In total, throw them out. And don't feel bashful about it. And don't feel, don't be upset about it. Throw them out. They don't belong there. They don't stay there. That's what you should be doing right now. Increase your vigilance. Increase your situational awareness. Increase your sphere of influence. Replenish the supplies that you used when all of this started. That's just a start. But I want to talk about the Tucker Carlson Twitter situation because Elon Musk is doing damage control right now. And if you've heard me talk before, if you've heard me talk about Elon Musk before, you would have heard me say, I don't trust that motherfucker any farther than I can throw him. I think he, I personally think that he is a he is a sociopath. 
And more importantly, I think he's a Chinese plant and as well as an establishment plant to draw people back to Twitter so that they can regain control of the the cultural narrative. That's what I think. And I don't trust him any farther than I can throw him. I don't trust a fucking word he says. And all of the the tech retards that are around him that think he's a savior of free speech, you're, you're being duped. Let me give you the 411 on this. First of all, Tucker Carlson was not fired from Fox News. His show was canceled, which means he's still owned by Fox News. Fox News, one of their biggest stakeholders, is China. And then they were just in a in a court suit with Dominion Systems, which they paid 700 and some million dollars to Dominion Systems to settle that lawsuit. That was a bribe. That was a bribe to get Mike Pence into the nomination for the DNC. Because remember, Paul Ryan sits on the board at Fox News and is calling the shots to bring in all these liberals because his wife is a card-carrying liberal which means he's a card-carrying liberal, which means anybody they put on, like Donna Brazo, she's a complete fucking lying sack of shit, communist bag of shit that was put on put on Fox, and everybody hated her so much that they limited her, her appearances. But this move by Tucker, he could go to Rumble, he could go to Spotify, he could even go to YouTube, he could go to Instagram and have a massive following that day but yet he chooses twitter why would he choose twitter i'll tell you why because they want to use him to lure conservatives back to twitter so that they can control the the, the cultural narrative at the same time they're doing that they want to turn this they want to turn twitter and he said musk has said this they want to turn twitter into wechat that is his end goal if you don't know what wechat is WeChat is a Chinese application that's run, developed, and monitored by the CCP and intelligence services in China. And they watch everything you do, everything you say, every way you say it, everywhere you say it. And since that's one of the biggest applications in China, guess what? You say anything anti-government, they roll you up. Does that give you the bigger picture? But let's add to that. He could hire anybody in the world to run his his entire organization. And he could have picked he could have picked any number of conservatives that have the capabilities, the experience, and they've done this at scale to be able to run the company. Instead, he picks he picks an, a former NBC executive as the CIO. And now they're all defending her. She, she specializes in large-scale streaming. I don't care. She's done this at scale. I don't care. She's been in the business. Doesn't mean she's a liberal. I don't care. And, you know, I listened to the, the, the pundits talk about this. And, again, guys like bioclandestine, drinking the fucking Kool-Aid. No discerning thought. This is great. This is great. This is great. It was so fucking great. Then why didn't he hire a conservative? I'll tell you why. This is the guy that that runs the biggest satellite network around the planet that's funded by the U.S. government. This is the guy that owns Space Launch 
capability for the entire United States government in two different locations. He almost in total owns Vandenberg Air Force Base launch facilities, as well as Cape Canaveral. Tesla is heavily funded by China. And you're telling me that this guy is the savior of free speech? You're either insufferably naive or you're stupid. There is no way this guy is a free, he's he's a you know freedom fighter of anything other than what the globalists want. And until he proves otherwise, he's guilty until proven innocent. That's the lay of the land with Tucker Carlson. I don't give a shit what comes out of his mouth. So that's just the information space, which brings me to the last piece that people should be paying attention to. And I've been trying to figure out how to how to discuss this for the past week since it's Mother's Day weekend. But I'll just put it this way. On this Mother's Day, celebrate the fact that women bear children, women are the matriarchs of families, women are the spiritual leaders of families, and just because our entire culture has been shifted over the past 20 years by propaganda, lies, and gaslighting doesn't mean that a woman that's in a matriarch of a family that's raising children, that is instilling values in those children, that is a stay-at-home mom, that is working, working very hard to raise her children, is less than anybody else on this planet. They want to cancel women. They want to cancel, they want to cancel stay-at-home moms. They want to cancel homeschooling. They want everybody to be a ward of the state, and they want you to capitulate and give them exactly what they want, total control. So this weekend on Mother's Day, celebrate celebrate those mothers that still instill value in their kids, that are stay-at-home moms, that are working moms, that are working hard to raise their children with Judeo-Christian work ethics, even if it's, even if it's <clears throat> Muslim work ethics. The religion is irrelevant. What's relevant is they're teaching their kids a value system. And it's a value system that is based in not only respecting others, but treating others with respect. If you hear me say anything, say that. Hear me say that. This border thing is going to develop over the next several several weeks. It's not going to happen overnight. There's going to be several moves and counter moves, but this is brinksmanship. This is why I said this is a blunder. It's brinksmanship that's unnecessary. It's brinksmanship that has a lot of very innocent people in the crosshairs. It's brinksmanship that is going to destroy the very fiber and, and moral compass of our country, and it's designed to do that. Which way we go when we come out of this is going to be determined by how involved people get. Now is the time to get involved. Now is the time to start doing something in your community to defend your community and your family. Now is that time. And with that, I'm going to end this with a little Def Leppard hysteria because I think that's fitting for today. And look, the last thing I'll say on this is that you're already starting to see the, the the second and third order effects of not just the fear, but the helplessness that people feel around, not just what's going on with the government, not just what's going on with the border or the economy, but in their own communities are seeing this shift. And people are, people are scared. 
You're going to see that play out in a number of different ways, but there's three main things you need to be looking out for. People that are angry and they don't have ability to cope or deal or focus that anger on anything productive. It's displaced anger because they feel helpless over the situation and their own situation and their own current life events. This will be exacerbated, exacerbated by the ambiguity that comes out of all of these all of these situations with the economy, with the border, with the, um, the uh, situation in Ukraine. And as those dramas start to unfold, you're going to see more people unravel. The second way is agitation. You're going to see people be agitated all the time for no reason and fly off the handle for whatever reason because they can't manage and deal with the stress. And finally, the most dangerous is depression. People will go into depressions and they will kill themselves. This is going to be that bad. As people feel more and more helpless, their their propensity, especially people that can't cope with ambiguity or stress, that you're going to see those people spin out of control. And they will literally spin out of control. And it'll be people you know, people you work with, people that you go to church with. Not everybody can handle the stress and ambiguity that's 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 coming. And some of them can't even handle what's in front of them right now. And I've I've seen that graphically in a number of places. And to coin a phrase that somebody gave me last night, your North Star. Your, your, your guidepost is going to be the folks in your sphere of influence that can steer you in the right direction to keep you grounded when everybody else is spinning out of control. And that's where you need to focus your energy because that's going to be the most important thing in the coming months that you do is build that sphere of influence and stay grounded and unafraid. That's the best thing you can do for yourself, your children, and your community. And that's where you should focus all of your efforts. Stop trying to wake people up. In a word, fuck them. If they can't wake up and they don't want to wake up, they can't handle the truth, fuck them. You're not going to have time to reform everybody. You're not going to have time to wake everybody up. Work with what you got. Work with the people you have. And then people will follow when courage is contagious. Because courage is contagious. Remember that. And being courageous doesn't mean you're out front dodging bullets. It means you're actively participating in your community to defend your community from what's about to hit them and being organized to be able to push that onslaught away from your community. That's what courage is all about, being involved. And the last piece is the government's going to be full court press to throw some kind of fear mongering at you, whether it's another pandemic whether it's some kind of a you know nuclear threat or whether it's just overt threats by the feds look for that to happen and one piece i didn't talk about that i should talk about before i wrap this up is part of the tucker carlson thing is they they want to move people back to twitter they want to move enough people back to twitter so they can shut off rumble they can shut off telegram they can shut off Truth Social, and they can really clamp down on social media so they can tr- control the narrative. That's the end state they want to reach. I don't think it's going to work out for them, but they're going to try anyway. They have to try. They're backed into a corner. They have to regain the initiative. So for the time being, focus in your local area and be thankful for the shit you have. 
and be thankful for the fact that we still have we still have families in this country, especially mothers in this country, that are doing their level best to raise their kids with ethics, morals, and a moral compass. That that more than any other any other thing right now is the most important. We remember who we are, what we are. God bless. One team, one fight. Here is Def Leppard, Hysteria. 